Hey everyone, it's me Brian with Destructive Gaming. Thanks for coming around. Today I thought we'd take a little closer look at the game Grand Theft Auto for the PlayStation 1. It was also on Windows, DOS, and actually the Game Boy Color. Now this isn't going to be a review of the game or a breakdown or anything like that. We're not going to look at the story or what it was about. What we're going to do is look at little known facts about Grand Theft Auto. So back in the day when this first came out, I was about 11, I believe. When I first saw it, it was one of the most amazing things I had ever seen on gaming. The fact you could just steal cars, go anywhere you wanted to go, and kill people, and see gore. I mean, it was amazing. I actually first played it at my friend's house. Uh, his bedroom was located in a basement, so we played it hidden away from his parents. Because uh, if they would have seen us playing it, they would have been pretty upset, actually. They actually didn't even know that he owned the game, which I think was probably the case for a lot of teens back then. And how we got away with that is a lot of parents didn't really know what ratings were or ESRB. Um, a lot of parents just equated video games with Mario or cartoons or just like kid stuff. So they didn't even think twice about a game called Grand Theft Auto. For some reason, I don't know why, but they just didn't. So the first thing I want to bring up is the reason why this video was made. I was actually looking at my old case for Grand Theft Auto and I looked at the front of the case and I saw that it was rated M as Grand Theft Auto probably should be. It's very violent, should be for adults, shouldn't be for kids. And then I look on the back to see what it's rated M for. Rated teen for animated violence. What now? Rated teen. So I go and look on the front. Yep. Rated M. So I think maybe I have my game in the wrong case, but no. It's Grand Theft Auto PS1 rated teen. So I thought I needed to look a little more into this. So I went on to the trusty Google and started Googling things. And at first what I found was it seemed like there was just a misprint. Pretty common for video game cases to have misprints. And it might just be a misprint. This is the most boringest episode ever. Oh, wait, 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 wait. But I was thinking, why would it have a misprint of teen? This game has never been rated teen before at any point in time. So I changed my Google search and what do I find? Grand Theft Auto has been rated teen before on the Game Boy Color. So you're probably wondering why the game is rated teen on Game Boy but mature everywhere else. They took out the gore and the swearing for younger audiences but they kept in everything else. And actually the Game Boy Color version is an exact replica of the PlayStation game. It's a one-for-one -one remake of the city. The only changes are is the AI is not as good as it is in the Windows version and the PlayStation version. And they did replace the music with 8-bit music. So other than the gore and swearing being removed and the music being replaced, it is the exact same game, but it got a teen rating. So my theory behind it is, is my case or the printing for the back of the case somehow got the Game Boy one. I don't know how but that is the only thing that I can think of. So another little known fact about the case is the building on front, the main building being displayed, is actually Trump Tower. Now, I don't know if you guys know who Donald Trump is. Yeah, that one. He is a guy that owns some buildings uh, in New York. 
and I've heard he's done some other things. So let's move on to a couple other little known facts about the game. So some of you may know that the game was actually first called Race and Chase. It was a cops and robbers style game, although once they did the initial code and playtesting, they thought it was kind of boring to be the cop. It wasn't really that fun just to chase people constantly. So what they did, they decided to make it more of like a top-down racing game where you were kind of the bad guy. Ultimately, what they wanted to do with Race and Chase or Grand Theft Auto was to produce a fun, addictive, and fast multiplayer car racing and crashing game. An actual big influence on the game was the creation of the engine. They really wanted to create a racing game with a top-down perspective using a novel graphics method. So what they did is they actually have blocks that are placed on top of each other that can create depth within the graphic. And it's a grid editor, which is used to place blocks on a grid with a separate grid for each level and allow a block to be placed at any level. And that's how you get the depth in the game. It's just stacks of blocks. And David Jones, the game's producer, actually cited Pac-Man as an influence. How you run over pedestrians getting chased by police in a similar manner to Pac-Man. Kind of a graphic thing, but that's what the producer said. And for all my elite nerds out there, uh, Elite was actually a major influence on this game. Gary Penn, the creative director at DMA at the time, is quoted saying, I'd been working on Frontier, which is very different, and there were definitely other people on the team who had things like Syndicate, Mercenary, and Elite very much in their minds as well. The combination definitely led to more open plan structure there is now. The game as itself now is basically Elite in a city, but without quite the same sense of taking on jobs. You take on jobs in a slightly different way, but incredibly similar structurally. It's just a more acceptable real-world setting. The game was cops and robbers, and it evolved fairly quickly. Nobody wants to be the cop. It's more fun to be bad. And that evolved into Grand Theft Auto. So it's really crazy to think that the influences for Grand Theft Auto originally are Elite Dangerous and Pac-Man. Another fun fact that you may not know if you haven't played the game or if it came out before your time is that the three cities in this game are called Liberty City, San Andreas, and Vice City. You may recognize those names from the 3D era of the Grand Theft Auto game and they are inspired on these locations I believe because once again Vice City is Miami, San Andreas is like the California area, and Liberty City is of course New York. And like most games in the series, when this came out, it was very controversial. It was actually banned in Brazil and Britain for its content. The House of Lords in Britain wanted to ban it, and they did for a small while. But what you may not know is it was actually intentional. Uh, Take-Two Interactive, the publishers of Grand Theft Auto, hired publicist Max Clifford to generate an aura of controversy about the game in the local media. So then the title was hugely successful just because it was trying to get banned everywhere. Uh, if you play the game, it's, n it's not really the greatest game. Um, definitely doesn't age well now. Playing this whole game through to the end and trying to beat it is a very tedious task. There are glitches, there are red screens of death in certain areas of the city, so you gotta be careful where you drive and stuff. A lot of the reviews actually reflected it not being a very good game. I mean, back then GamePro gave it a 2 out of 5, Game Revolution gave it a B, GameSpot gave it a 6 out of 10, IGN gave it a 6 out of 10. So even though it had mixed reviews, uh, it was a commercial success, probably because of the advertising and the overall controversial nature of it. I know that's kind of what hooked me into it was, you know, oh, there's this game where you can run people over and it's super violent. And that is the hook that gets you in, especially back then. And then you play it and it's not really all that violent and it's not really 
all that good. But it was a fun game to play. I did enjoy playing it back when I was a teenager. And I still enjoy playing it now. Obviously, if I'm going to play Grand Theft Auto, I'm going to go play Grand Theft Auto 5. One quick thing before I close out the video. I want to know, what character did you guys pick if you played this game? Personally, I chose Kilov every time. Had to look like a badass. But that's it for the video. Thank you for watching. As always, I got to ask you to do that YouTube stuff. The like, subscribe, and comment. So until next time, everybody, take care. <laughs>